Hello and welcome everybody to Weejucational. If this is your first time joining me, I am Shade. I am the host of Weejucational, where you will become a weed scholar and learn all about the plant we love. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button before you listen any further so that you can hear all the new episodes so you can stay on top of all things cannabis related. I want to thank everyone who has shared the show. I deeply appreciate it. It's actually the greatest compliment you can share with me is sharing the show with someone else. So thank you for all of you who are doing that. Continue to do it and you can help me grow the show. I also want to thank the handful of you who have written in already. I was really surprised. That was a quick turnaround. If you would like to write about a product or a strain or share a story about you or the cannabis plant we love, you can do so at weeducationalpod at gmail.com. Link is in the show notes below. And to answer one of the questions that two of you asked, yes, we actually do have a shop and I have already uploaded lots of merchandise for you guys to look through. So if you love cannabis and merch, I highly recommend you go ahead and check it out. The link is below in the show notes. Okay. Now, if this is the first time you're listening to the show, I would recommend you listen to the first episode. It's called Weed 101, and if you have already subscribed, you'll be able to find it in your podcast list now. I recommend you listen to it for a few reasons. It's a good introduction to what the show's about, and it also will kind of familiarize you with some of the basics about marijuana, which we're actually going to build on today. We're going to talk about the process involved in getting your medical marijuana card and what happens once you actually have it. This is actually not a cut and dry process. And a lot of questions arise that are usually unanswered until you actually reach a dispensary. So today we're actually going to talk about the start to finish process of getting your medical card all the way to making your first purchase and what's involved. Like last week, we will feature a strain of the week and we are also going to talk about some fantastic products that are out on the market right now. And I'm going to share a few pro tips about cooking with cannabis. My goal with this podcast is really to serve as a resource to new and experienced cannabis users so that everybody in the community can get something out of it. So that's my goal with the show. With that in mind, if you have suggestions or products, strains, stories like I mentioned earlier, please share them with me. You can do so at weeducationalpod at gmail.com. The link is in the show notes. And that's also where you'll find all of the merchandise and links to the products I mentioned today in the show. So let's start by talking about qualifying conditions. Now, this varies state to state, but generally these are some of the standard qualifying conditions. And that's why I'm going to bring them up. Having said that, there are states that have additional qualifying conditions. So check with your individual state to be sure. I'm going to preface this by saying these are the qualifying conditions in my state, which is Florida. So they are ALS, cancer, Crohn's disease, chronic non-malignant pain, epilepsy, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, multiple sclerosis, muscle spasms, 
Parkinson's disease, PTSD, seizures, terminal illnesses, patients diagnosed with no more than 12 months to live, other debilitating medical conditions comparable to those enumerated. So what does this mean for you? Well, if you have one of the conditions that I just mentioned, it means that you qualify for a medical card, at least in Florida, and you should seek out a medical cannabis provider. A quick Google search will bring you to a long list of care providers, which grows almost daily. And this is actually the very first step toward getting your medical card. So what you'll do is you'll set up an appointment with a compassionate care physician. So anybody who has essentially passed the cannabis class and is allowed to write a cannabis prescription. And it's usually helpful to bring any prior medical paperwork that you have in regards to these conditions so that you have proof going in and it just makes your appointment way smoother and your approval process, quite frankly. Now, if you do have one of the qualifying conditions and don't have medical paperwork, that's okay. The doctor can do an evaluation and consult with you and figure out if you would be a candidate for medical marijuana. Now, regardless of whether you bring paperwork in or not regarding your pre-existing condition, it's now the physician's responsibility to determine if you are a candidate for medical marijuana, and if you are, how much. Now, there are multiple routes, which we'll get into in a little bit, and that varies from patient to patient, as does the milligrams in their prescription. And we're going to discuss the finer details of a prescription also, because this is one of the issues that people run into most frequently in a dispensary. But first, your doctor has to say, yeah, you do have one of these conditions and I'm going to give you a prescription for these routes to help mitigate and treat your symptoms and your condition as a whole. Keep in mind, cannabis is not a cure-all, but it is amazing with helping people with multiple symptoms and a wide range of conditions. So with that in mind, each patient and their dosage and their dispensation is as unique as they are. Okay, so you've gotten your prescription from the doctor, but you're still not ready to go to the dispensary. I know. I know. I know what you were thinking. You thought, I got the prescription, let's just head on down to the dispensary. It's actually not like that. The next thing you need to do is apply for your medical card. Without it and without approval from the state, you actually can't purchase marijuana in any form. So what you'll do is you'll create an account on the Medical Marijuana Use Registry. And there is where you'll actually input a photo ID, you'll enter your personal information, and you'll pay to actually get your card. Now this is separate from the doctor's prescription and that appointment, it's all separate. The only thing that it has in common with your prescription is that once you're approved, through the medical marijuana use registry, you can use your prescription. Other than that, they're pretty separate. And I'll explain why this is and how it can cause issues in a minute. So you'll enter your information, you'll put in your photo. I believe you even enter your doctor's information. You'll pay the yearly fee for the card and then hit submit. Now, you're still not eligible to buy marijuana yet. 
In fact, it can take a couple of weeks to a couple of months, depending on how slow the process is in your state. I will say in Florida, the process takes about three weeks for you to get your medical card. Three to four weeks is about average. And I highly recommend you entering your email address because what the MMUR will do is once you're approved for your medical card, they'll send you an email. And that actually, along with your license, qualifies you to buy product. So even if you don't have the physical card, you'll have the prescription, you actually have the approval, and with your license, you can start buying medical marijuana in the state of Florida. So even without the physical card, you'll be ready to buy at that point. And it takes about a couple weeks to get the email. Once you receive your email or you get your physical card, whichever comes first, usually the email comes in first, you can go to a dispensary. Admittedly, this is probably the most exciting part about becoming a patient is knowing that you can go into a dispensary and get weed. So if you are about to apply for your medical card or just got approved, welcome. Now, every dispensary is a little different, but their check-in process is about the same. You'll give them your medical card or a copy of your email, and you'll give them your license. They'll create a profile for you. They'll verify that you have an active prescription, which we will touch on this again in a minute, and they will tell you what available routes you have. Now, this is where it can get confusing. Not every doctor gives every route, which can make patients really frustrated on the back end. So let me explain. If you want something that's edible, you're going to have to have the edible dispensation, the edible route from your doctor. If you're wanting to try something that you have to ingest, you're going to need to get oral. An oral dispensation allows you to take things like medical marijuana in pill form. Then there is topical, which is anything, your lotions, your creams, your topical sprays, things of that nature. So if you're wanting to try a topical product, you're going to want to make sure your doctor writes that down. This is great for people who have arthritis or MS and they're having chronic pain. Topicals and oral are two of the main routes that people with chronic pain should look into, aside from sublingual, which is, it, it includes all of your oral drops. So sublingual drops are actually cannabis drops you put underneath your tongue, they mix with your saliva, they absorb into your system, and they take about 60 to 90 minutes to work, depending on your personal absorption rate, which varies person to person. Sublingual drops are also great for patients who can't vape or actually smoke because they have emphysema or they have asthma or they simply don't like the burning sensation that goes with smoking. There's a wide range of strengths, varieties, ratios in sublingual drops as well. So you're not limited and every dispensary has a different mix. So definitely shop around and find out what's out there. Now in the state of Florida, there's actually a difference between low THC dispensation, high THC dispensation. And many doctors actually don't explain this. Nothing against physicians as a whole, but they ha they see a lot of patients. And this is one thing that when you go into the appointment, it would help if you already knew what you wanted. If you're wanting to be able to smoke whole flour, then you're going to want a smokable dispensation, which is different from inhalation. Inhalation will include pretty much all your vaping products. So if you want to use cartridges or disposable vapes, those all fall into the inhalation category. 
which is the most common aside from smokable. Edibles are one of the newer routes. So if you're interested in trying something like a chocolate bar or gummies or cookies, then all you have to do is give your doctor a quick call and say, hey, I want to try the edible route. There are some products that I'm interested in and seeing if they give me any relief. And sometimes they'll have you come in and other times they'll just add it to your profile, depending on how long it's been and what their office procedures are, which very office to office, doctor to doctor. Also, if you want products that include CBD, be sure to mention that in your appointment with your doctor because ratio-based products that have a portion of CBD to a portion of THC, you actually need that route for them to be able to give it to you when you're at the dispensary. I'm saying all of this so that no one goes home disappointed. And also so that you can go informed into your doctor's appointment and be like, I want this, this, and this, because you'll even know what products exist already and what routes are required for that. If you're a patient struggling with chronic pain, regardless of what is causing your pain, you are definitely gonna wanna try the patches. There are lots of different dispensaries that offer these. And I like the transdermal patches because they offer hours, about 10 hours of relief. Um, On the package it says eight, but really it's about 10. (laughs) So I recommend those to people who have chronic pain that never seems to stop. It gives you a constant source of relief. um, And it doesn't give you the side effects of like pain medicine that you see in normal pharmaceutical drugs. And to get a patch, you'll definitely need to make sure you have the topical route approved as that's what's required for you to get those patches. And when you get to the dispensary, they are there to help you and they should be willing to help you. So if you don't feel like you're really getting any questions answered, then go somewhere else. The competition is thick in this business. And I say this because you are a patient. Your questions matter and they should be answered. So if they haven't been answered by this show, don't be afraid to ask them to your local dispensary staff. That's what they're there for, is to help and advise. Most of them are really product and strain knowledgeable. So for those reasons alone, they can help point you in the right direction of products that are more likely to give you the effects that you're looking for. So the more information you share with them in terms of what you're experiencing and what your goals are, they can help point you in the direction of the products that will actually offer that relief. I recommend when you're new, trying a little bit of everything. And the best way to do this is to start small and start with like one or two products, try them out, see how you feel based on what you initially are trying to address. So if you're trying to go in because you're an insomniac and you can't sleep, try and address that first. You know, if you have inflammation and pain, you can address that second, maybe even at the same time. But I would focus on one or two things at a time. So if you're struggling with sleep, for example, I would recommend a heavy indica, something that's going to have a sedative effect And a good mnemonic for Indicas and what they stand for would be Indica, Indi Couch. Uh, You'll often get Couch Lock from Indicas. Sativas are more uplifting and I always tell people, you know, sativas are daytime strains for the most part. 
You can use them in the evening if you're like going out or you're going to be social, that's fine. But they have a stimulating effect. And so I like to say sunrise sativa. So because sativas are really stimulating. They're generally not for bedtime, you know. Now that said, you might like a sativa uh, hybrid something that has a percentage of indica and sativa. And each hybrid is a little different. So we'll get into percentages a little later on. But just to keep it simple, indica, indica couch, sativa, sunrise. So you think about being awake. Hybrid, I don't have a mnemonic for that. Just it's a little bit of both. That's the best way. It's a, it's a split. You just don't know what the percentage of that split is because it does vary from strain to strain and even harvest to harvest. So if you're trying to address pain and sleep, indicas are where I would start. Now, if you want a daytime strain, I would stick with a hybrid. So this way, if you struggle with anxiety or you get a little racy, you're not sticking with a sativa. If you go straight to a sativa and you've never tried it before and you're used to indicas, which are relaxing and you really don't have to have that racy feeling ever, I recommend going from indicas to hybrids to see how you respond to a hybrid with a ratio of sativa and indica. Some popular indica strains that you'll find almost everywhere are Granddaddy Purple, LA Confidential is super popular, a personal favorite of mine is Bubba Kush because you get that nice cerebral euphoria and you can still finish a movie. So I like that one, but enough of it and it'll it'll put you to sleep. It'll make you tired. If your only goal is pain and to go to sleep, I would go straight to Granddaddy Purple as most patients find that strain to be exactly what they were looking for. It's great for pain, relieves all the inflammation that you've been feeling throughout the day. Great end of day strain. If you've already put the kids to bed, this is the one I would go to if you're ready to go to sleep. And again, you have the option to try different places with different strains. So you don't have to go hog wild on your first purchase. Try a couple of products. If you're not sure what strains you're gonna like, maybe try some pre-rolls before you actually buy whole flour, which is more expensive and see what you respond best to. What did you like the feeling of? And then go back and buy more of that. Now we need to talk about something very important. After you've made a purchase or a handful of purchases, you need to keep an eye on your MMUR registry. That login that you created in the very beginning tells you exactly how many prescriptions and allotments are left and how much is left in each allotment. Basically, in essence, it tells you how many quote-unquote refills you have left in your prescription, as well as when you need to renew your prescription with your doctor. Now, this is separate from your card. Your card you'll renew every year. Your prescription with a doctor will vary. Some prescriptions are 35 days, some are 70 days, and some people see their doctors every few months up to seven months apart. Every doctor has their own way of doing things. And some doctors don't have a system that 
tells you when your prescription is coming up due. So this is something that you're going to need to keep an eye on. Or when you go into your dispensary, be like, how much do I have left in my prescription? Or when does my prescription end? So that you're staying on top of it. And then when your prescription is coming up due, I usually recommend about 30 to 45 days before you need a new prescription, setting up an appointment with your doctor. This way, you know you're getting your appointment and it won't actually lap, your, your prescription won't actually lapse. You won't run out of the ability to buy product when you need it. And that's important. This is medicine, so you need to think ahead. And part of doing that is keeping an eye on what your prescription looks like. And you can do that in the medical marijuana use registry, which is where you initially got your approval for your medical card. This is the same registry that dispensaries look at to see if you have an open prescription and for what routes. So if you're not sure what you've been approved for, you can go check to see how much you have left and what's actually available to you in the first place all in the same place. So I highly recommend you familiarizing yourself with the MMUR registry. It is a great resource and it'll keep you on top of your prescriptions. And in turn, when you'll need to see your doctor. When you need to renew your medical card, which will happen every year, I recommend that you apply to do your renewal about 45 days before you actually need the new card. And be sure that you have an open prescription from your doctor. If you don't have an open recommendation, then nothing will be dispensed once you get your medical card back. You have to have both of these to purchase medical marijuana in any form. So very important piece of information. So in short, your recommendation from the doctor, you'll need to have renewed several times a year. Depending on your individual doctor, they'll tell you how often you will need to come back and see them. So make sure you keep that in check. And then your medical marijuana card, you'll renew once a year. So that's it. That's how you get your medical marijuana card. And that's the general process. Now, it still isn't federally legal. Keep that in mind. So you'll have to pay in cash or can pay. CanPay is an app that you can download on your phone and it deducts the purchase directly from your bank account. And it's super cool. A lot of dispensaries take it, so you can skip having to hit the ATM at a dispensary or even at your bank on the way. Some dispensaries have it so that you can actually use your CanPay when you're making your online orders now. So you can add everything that you want to your cart and make your purchase right online. And as soon as you get to the dispensary, you're in and you're out because you've already paid the products are already packaged together. They're just going to check your ID, make sure you are who you say you are, and then off you go. Do keep in mind dispensaries can't take your credit cards as it is not federally legal. I hope that helps to fill in the blanks of the process that is a little mystified still and ever-changing in the market. So I hope that was helpful for you. Next up, we'll be talking about our strain of the week and cooking with cannabis as well as amazing products that are currently available on the market that I think you're going to love. So stay tuned because that's all right after this message. And your job will get done so much more effectively. On top of that, if you're kind of dreading doing your laundry or the housework, this is a great strain because it'll motivate you to get it done. With the added benefit of actually relaxing your gastrointestinal system. So if you're someone like me who struggles with 
almost chronic nausea, which I hope you're not, but if you are, this is the strain that you need to try. It is one of my go-tos. Another one that I like and is not, we're not going to focus on today, but I like for nausea is the white because it's really, really relaxing to my stomach. So if I feel nervous or I have basically anxiety triggered nausea, the white is one of my go-to strains for that. But back to blackjack. This is one of the rare strains that I've seen Black Domina in, and it's got this soothing, relaxing capacity that I think is why it's great for people with nausea, but it's also great for people with PTSD. If you're struggling with being around other people or loud sounds or different environments or just social anxiety in general, Blackjack is a good one to try. It would probably be good for those with depression as well because it has those uplifting qualities coming from Jack Herrera. The happy high, essentially. And speaking of happy high, that brings me to one of my favorite tips and I'm going to share this with you this week. So for those of you that are wanting to experiment with edibles and specifically cooking with cannabis, then listen on my friends. Because when you're ready to make your brownies or your cookies, you want to cook them low and slow. Because if the internal temperature gets over 300, you're in trouble, my friend. You want to cook your edibles at about 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Don't just follow the cookie instructions or the brownie instructions. It will take a little longer for your cookies or your brownies to bake, but it will prevent you from burning off the THC in your edibles. So if you're baking your brownies at 375, uh uh-uh, you gotta back up. Back down to 300, take the extra time, let them bake, let them do their thing. Otherwise, you could end up wasting a lot of product, not to mention effort. And when you are cooking with cannabis for the first time, I recommend using a distillate. It's just easier. You can dose things differently. You can decide exactly how much you want in each cupcake or muffin or chocolates. Distillates take the guesswork out of dosing. It shows you line by line exactly how much you're getting. And you can use those lines as a guide to decide exactly how much you're going to put in each cupcake, for example. When you further familiarize yourself with cooking and baking with cannabis and doing it effectively, then you can move on to making can of butter and your can of sugar and can of flour. Oh yeah, there are recipes for all of those things and we're going to discuss them here on the show. But until then, keep it simple and stress-free. You definitely don't want to be wasting half an ounce of weed on your very first baking project. So take it from somebody who knows, distillates are the way to go. (laughs) Now let's talk about some exciting new products that are on the market right now that you have to check out. I'm going to link all of them in the show notes below, so don't stress, it's all below. I just want you to relax and listen to the show. So pack a bowl, roll a joint, and enjoy. Now, the product I'm about to talk about is something that I have to try. I cannot wait to try this myself. It's called the Levo, and it's an herb oil infuser. So why is this cool? Well, we just talked about how you're using distillates, right? Well, you can actually make your own 
oil and can of butter and can of honey. So to me, this is just the coolest thing. And I would say that this is probably a must for anybody who plans to be making edibles long-term because it'll allow you to make so many versions of things that you like with cannabis. I mean, gummies, you could make an infused coffee, and then the obvious, cookies, brownies, all your baked goods. I think the Levo 2 is quite possibly the coolest product I have found but I'm open to suggestions. If you know of a product or brand that you just love, please share it with me. Who knows, I could end up featuring it on the show. The second product I wanna recommend today is for people who are just looking for something that's a little stylish and are just looking for a hit or two of their favorite bud. And that is the one hitters from Elevate Jane. I love these, they're pretty, they're ceramic and they have a few different styles. So if you're picky and you don't want something that's run of the mill, then check out Lit and Luxury because they have all sorts of products that are just super cool. And I feel like their brand offers just a little something extra, an air of class that I don't see in every brand. So check out Elevate Jane. I wanna thank everybody for listening this week and last week. Please, if you're a cannabis user, share the show, keep it growing, pun intended. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review the show there. And now we have a couple new options. So if you want to support the show, you can do so by clicking the link here on Anchor FM slash Weeducational. You can help me grow the show for as little as a dollar a month. I hope everyone is doing well and continues to stay healthy. Thank you for listening and emailing. I am Shade. This has been Weeducational, and I hope everybody has a great week. Bye, guys. Bye.